marketing your online program is not about what it contains. It's all about relaying the results that your ideal student is going to get from this program. That's what we're talking about today here on the Music Teachers Expand Online Podcast. Hi, I'm Jamie Slutsky, and this is episode number 281 of the Music Teachers Expand Online Podcast, the only podcast that is dedicated to helping independent music teachers create impact and income online. Today, we are talking all about positioning. Positioning your online group program, your online course, your online workshop, your online digital product, your online whatever it might be in a way that makes it marketable and saleable. No longer do we say, this is what you're going to get in XYZ program. Now we really want to talk about the transformation, the progress towards the goal, the journey that that student, that person is going to be taking as they go through whatever your program is. I know I've been kind of like talking about group programs and courses and workshops and this and that and whatever else. Before we get into the marketing side of things, let's go over a little bit of the semantics. So there's workshops and there's group programs and there's courses. There are also things like masterclasses and boot camps and even webinars for that matter. A webinar is a free product. We're not going to be talking about that here. Webinars can be live, they can be pre-recorded, but that's not what we're talking about here. Boot camps and masterclasses fall under the workshop category for me. And essentially, I believe that a workshop boot camp masterclass is going to contain about 90% live instruction. Okay. And basically, that means that the bulk of what is being taught is being taught in a live, real time capacity. There can be some components that are available, like a resource library that can be done that isn't live. And that's that other 10%. Now, a group program is somewhere between 60 to 80% live and interactive. And what that means is that there is a lot of pre-recorded, pre-created content and material for your students to go through, but the group program has the accountability of live interaction. And then there is a course. A course is going to have somewhere around 25% live. This may be done in the form of jam sessions or office hours or ask the teacher or any number of things. But the bulk of an online course is pre-recorded, at least in the way that I see it. So again, we have workshops, we have group programs, and we have courses. The level of live versus asynchronous is one of the differences. The other major difference between workshops, group programs, and courses is the scope of the program, is the scope of the offer. And that's really where we come into positioning. It's the transformation. A workshop is going to have a smaller, a workshop 
boot camp or masterclass is going to have a smaller transformation than a group program or a course will. I say that and then I say, oh, what about micro courses? What about mini courses? What about those kinds of things? For all intents and purposes, let's think of that as the flagship, your micro courses and your mini courses. Yeah, those can have smaller objectives, much like a workshop. Where am I going? I am wanting to help you understand how to position your product online to make it the most saleable product possible. Like I said, it's about the transformation. It's about the journey. It's about overcoming the obstacles. So if you've come up with a program idea that is going to teach someone how to read music so that they can play it on the violin, okay? That, that is what you are doing. Why is someone going to want this course? Maybe someone wants this course because the only way that they've learned violin so far is with direct teacher interaction that says, okay, this is how you're going to hold the bow and this is the fingering position and the bow position in order to create the song that you want. So these, you're going to say, okay, your finger is going to be here and then your finger is going to be here and your finger is going to be here. And that's how they learned. They didn't learn by looking at the sheet music. And, you know, it could be another instrument. They might have only learned playing through tablature or by ear or whatever it might be. Why does someone want this program? They want it to expand their repertoire. They want it to expand their knowledge. They want it so that they can learn independently, that they can pick up any piece of sheet music and understand the notation on there. That is why they want your program. They don't want it because they want to learn how to read music. They want it so that they can play whatever song they want. They want it for something deeper than what you're teaching. That's what we have to share online. That's what goes on your sales page. That's what goes in your social media marketing. That's what goes into your webinar. That is what goes into all of the facets of the marketing, the results and the experience, and why they should trust you. Trust is so, so important in this online space. If someone doesn't trust you, they're not going to buy your program. To gain their trust, we need to give before we ask. Um, I guess it was probably about 10 years ago that Gary Vaynerchuk wrote his book, Jab, 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 Right Hook, that fundamental give before you take is the way that things work online. So we want to give a lot away. We want to build that reciprocity. We want to say, hey, I gave you this tool. I gave you that tool. I gave you this tool. Now, let me ask you to join my program. Let me ask you for an exchange of money for value. And I am going to give you something else. So you're asking after you've been generous Okay. Now, do we want to say that it's a workshop, a course, a boot camp, a masterclass, a group program, whatever it might be? Do we want to put that into the literature, into the vernacular? And 
I would say yes. I would say that yes, we want to be including the label that you are putting on this program. However, I'm going to say this as clearly as I can. However, just because you call something a course doesn't mean that X, Y, and Z are not possible. Just because you say something is a workshop doesn't mean that A, B, or C is not also possible. We don't have to put things in such a tight container that we can't deliver the results that someone wants, even if it stretches a little bit outside that container. Let me explain. Let's say that you are teaching a workshop and this workshop is a four session workshop. It's Saturday, Sunday, Saturday, Sunday, two weekends in a row. Okay. And your students show up live and you've given them maybe a couple of handouts and that's your 90, 10, that's your 90% live, 10% um, available on demand. But as you're putting this program together, this workshop together, you realize that there are other things that you want to bring in. They might be YouTube videos. They might be exercises. They might be practice between session two and session three, you know, in that week. And suddenly you find that instead of it being 90% live and 10% asynchronous, it ends up being like 80% live and 20% asynchronous. It's still a workshop. That is still the container that you're using. Just because you have changed your percentages a little bit doesn't mean that you have to throw the entire container out and find another term. When it comes to marketing the program, whatever the program might be, knowing why someone is going to want it, understanding their struggles, understanding what has held them back, what has propelled them forward, and use that language in your sales page. Use that language in your social media. Use that language in your webinar, in your challenge, in whatever vehicle you're using to sell and promote this. Understand that your program is not just helping them get to a goal, but it is also helping them overcome the obstacles that have been put in their way, whether they put them in their way or someone else did. It could be imposter syndrome, any number of things. We want to position this not just as a solution to their aspiration, but also as a way to break through the barriers. Okay. Marketing your program is going to take work. I'm not going to sugarcoat this. Getting people to say yes to your program, whether they've known you for a minute or 10 years, is going to take some work. The more you know about why they want that goal that your program is going to help them achieve, the easier it's going to be for you to position this program in a way that they are going to say yes to it. Okay, now I'm going to challenge you. If you have any kind of online program, go through the sales page or the reference material for that program through the eyes of three people. 
Okay, I've done this exercise with people before, but it's really important. Go through it in the eyes of your greatest fan, your greatest student, somebody who buys everything that you offer and make sure that it touches their core. It makes them feel something. Then go through it as a complete stranger. I like to say as your mother who is not in the same industry as you. Does she understand it? Does she feel excited? I said she because I was referring to mother, but it could be anybody. It could be some random person that you met online who followed you because of a hashtag you used on Instagram, okay? But the idea here is, does your sales page, your sales language move somebody who doesn't know anything about what you do, but they can still see that you have a product that has value in the marketplace. And the third person to take this through is your naysayer, is the person who is like, that's nice, but that's nice, but okay. And that person, we want them to not say as much, but we want them to be like, oh, 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 instead of, okay, but Does that make sense? I hope it does. Marketing is a game. Selling your online program is not an afterthought. The sales process for your program is deeply, deeply ingrained in the program development itself. That is paramount to having the success. It also helps with things being right-sized. I talk about right-sized all the time. I will talk about that again on a future episode. I want to keep this podcast short, succinct, and actionable. So if you have a sales page, look at it through those three people. If you're thinking of creating an online program, think about those three people and make sure that you are selling the experience, and not the nuts and bolts. We want to sell the car, the finished car. We don't want to sell the car that is in 100 pieces inside the shop. Okay, I hope that helps. I cannot wait to see what programs you are creating, developing, thinking about. Don't be a stranger. Connect with me. Go to callwithjamie.com and book a time for us to get on a Zoom call. And also be sure to follow me over on Instagram. I'm at Jamie Slutsky. I've got both of those linked up in the show notes. Take care.